Dick Toledo here, and you found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, within the 98kupd app, and podcastone.com. And this week, all podcasting content is brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at chapmandodge.com. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. But we all feel good about ourselves on Tinder, evidently. I'm getting a ton of emails off the, uh, the Brady uh, report talking about lowering your standards for Tinder. Alicia said, I had to lower my standards on Tinder from 36 to 46 to 32 to 46. I never liked dating guys younger than me, but the guys my age and older did not look like they've aged well. Not sure if going younger lowers my standards, but the younger ones are better looking and in better shape. Now, there's a chance the younger ones lowered their standards and widen their age group up to 36, but they swipe me back. Drunk tendering is the worst. I have woken up from a night of drunk tendering connected with men where I look and say, what the F was I thinking? And then I have to unfollow them. So when I get drunk and bored, <laughs> my standards do go lower. I don't know if that's COVID-related. That's Alicia. Find Alicia. It is. The There's more drinking during this pandemic going on. That could be it, too. You're drunk more often, so your standards do lower a little. Maybe that has something to do with it. More people just hanging around drunk going, eh. I'm getting on 10. Let me see what I got here. Parameters, age 32 to 4, 6, 75. Let's see what we got here. And oh. if you're a Tinder, 75-year-old Tinder, I'm just taking a shot. You wake up oh, and really? you're I'm like, oh, really? You're that chick for my 600-pound life. If I'm, I don't know. <laughs> that one's not going to happen. 75's <laughs> happen a lot faster than that. He's not lowering the weight standards. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lot of... Uh, like my like, look, drinking's not going to cause that kind of problem. But yeah, if you get like a seventy-five, just a thing. Like you'd have to if you were a Tinder dater. Like, All right, let's see what Betty White's got to offer. Let's bring her on over. Get your wheelchair and your walker and come over. I got no stairs. You're going to be fine. <laughs> I don't know how to Uber. That's right. I'll send Brett. <laughs> uh, this guy Ty says I have to ask. Do you remember where you were on nine eleven, Brady? Do you remember? Where you were. I do. Yeah, I don't know yeah. anybody's going to go, you know what? No. Escapes me. I do right now. Everybody does. Studio. Yeah, we were in the studio. We were doing the show. Uh, it says, that day I don't particularly remember what I did during the day. I definitely remembered what happened that night, though. Uh, my cousin turned 21 on September 11th, 2001. Me and four other guys took him out to Mill Avenue to celebrate. We only went to one bar on the south end, and we were the only people there. We drank with a bartender who generously poured us round after round of flaming Dr. Peppers, but he called them flaming Bin Ladens. <laughs> Needless to say, it was for uh, one for the books, and we here never forget. It brings on a whole new meaning. Sean, did we know it was Bin Laden that day? No. That guy's making up a story. Yeah. And call him flaming Bin Ladens. We didn't know who did it yet. I don't yeah, think Bin Laden no. had come out no, by that night. No, he wasn't night, on the radar he? then. Yeah, not yet. I mean, he was on the radar, but they weren't. It didn't get mentioned, did it? Maybe it did. Unless he took credit for it right after that, saying that came out of that. I don't think he did. Camp. I don't remember. Yeah. I know he took credit for it, but I th- maybe Bush gave that speech later in the day and said, yeah, we know who did this. It's a, 
terrorist group. I don't remember bin Laden being that day, though. That's why we're going to Iraq. I was really busy that day, though, because I had to, because the girl I was seeing at the time was in the tower. So I had yeah. to figure out how to get to my house, and it was not going to be easy. Try to find out how to get to New York City to get somebody back. Well, and, but it wasn't till 2 o'clock. Five. Like our time. Five or six till I found out she wasn't dead. Yeah, because I thought, for some reason, I don't know why, two. No, I got a call. I remember. Somebody said, uh, somebody called and said. Maybe it was five o'clock. No, no, no. They called her mom. I remember. And her mom called me and said they have her ID at one of the hospitals. We don't know what that means. I'm like, oh, so she's either in there or she's dead in there. We don't know. I'm like, okay, well. And I, and I said, the good news is, if they've got her ID, she's not in the rubble. So that was my first thought was, well, if these buildings collapse, then the good news is she's somewhere else. Now, right. is she dead, alive, whatever? Nobody knew the extent of anything. But then 5 o'clock that night, my phone rang, and she was on the phone, just lost, completely sobbing, a mess. And I had to figure out how to fly back to New York. I, I, as far as they told me on JetBlue, we were the first flight from California to New York when they reopened the airports a couple of days later, and I had to be on that thing. That was the most emotional flight i've ever been on that was crazy tense uh, it was tense at first and then just everybody was crying everyone you couldn't say and jet blue was cool because they had the tvs in the in the seat in front of you they were the first ones to do it i was in ontario it was the only flight i could get out it was the first flight from la to, or from that area to new york and they the lady said that we're all like kind of tense like well, are they going to keep doing this to the planes is a cross-country flight this thing's doomed and the the stewardess gets on the intercom and says uh uh Something about we're going to take off in a few minutes, blah, blah, blah. Does a regular thing. And then she goes, and by the way, God bless the United States of America and the two air marshals that are on this plane right now have our back and we're going to do blah, blah, blah. And she gives this little speech. The place just goes, rah, it goes crazy. And then, boo, tears for a full four hours. And, uh, when and then we, everyone watched Airplane. And then, yeah, and then we, <laughs> we watched the Towering Inferno and Airplane. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yep. Just tragic, horrible movies, one after the oh, next. No. Followed by Airport 77. Yeah, Airport 77. <laughs> yeah, it was just all bad. And then for no reason, all tremors. We couldn't figure it out. But yeah, we watched all the bad ones. It was horrifying. And then we got over New York City, and the the you know the, the towers were still smoldering. I think it was Saturday. It was the Saturday after. It happened on a Tuesday, and I got to fly on a Saturday. And it was smoldering. And then you get to New York, and half of it was gorgeous. Nobody seemed to mind. And then you get down to the southern end, and it was a war zone. That was crazy. Yeah, I remember too. I did not. I don't remember the Bin Laden part though, at all. I don't remember him being announced, but maybe might have been just rumors going around at that time. Yeah, you know. But we call it the flaming Bin Laden. I remember waking up that morning and I, I just I was going to work and I'm sitting there on the couch eating my cereal and then like I turn the TV on. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is a bad movie. And yeah. I changed the channel. It's like really? the same thing going on. I'm like, oh wait a you minute. You thought it was a? At first, I did. Oh, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, we didn't know at all. We yeah. got a call here. We talk about it every year, but we got a call here. It said, hey, dude, somebody uh, – A Cessna. A plane, no, he didn't even say this. He said a plane crashed into the Trade Center. And my first thought when he said it was, how do you know that the girl I'm with is in the tower? You're screwing around with me. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, hit the – check it out. And we, and we initially even said it looks like a small plane has hit the building. We'll check it out. And I, said, and I remember saying that's weird because my chick's in that building right now. I'm like, that's strange. And then text, nothing, text, nothing, text, nothing. Or not text, call. I wasn't, I wasn't, I emailed because I could do that. And then yeah. I called. I wasn't texting. I tried to call, no answer. That's what I kept getting. And no answer for hours. And then when those buildings fell, I got all the calls saying she's dead. My dad called me as supportive as ever. 
how are you? And I'm like, not great. And he goes, yeah, I've been listening to you. He said, uh, there's no way she survived that. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for- he goes, I'm just hitting you with the reality. Brace yourself. I'm like, all right. And I just sat there kind of like weird. And then our boss called us and said, play the goddamn commercials. <laughs> Why are we not playing spots? Okay. And then I hit a button and go, the Labor Day sale is extended. <laughs> You can go that to sounds those, like Chuck. just don't miss <laughs> spots. Don't miss those. We're not doing makeups. That's the true terrorism. It happened in New York. Just yeah. play it. Right. Why are we worried about it? <laughs> Which is strange because the person that I spoke to in New York where Geneva was going to stay was her step-grandfather. And he was part of – he was from uh, Romania and had survived World War II. This was no big deal to him. He's like, it's terrible. It's tragic. It's terrible. We were going to go to the park and have a walk. Such a beautiful day. And like the next day, he's like, hey, it happens. Cities get blown this up. This town's level. Yeah, he, he was, you know, he survived that whole deal. And he's like, eh, what are you going to do? Sometimes bad guys come over and level your city. It just has never happened here. And we were blown away at his resolve. I think he was probably 80. His name was Istvan. Dude was as cool as ice. It's terrible. It's tragic. You have to get up and move on. It's like, whoa, Istvan is badass. Yeah, he was a professor at Columbia. That dude was straight. But yeah, so there you go. 9-11 stories. Fun. Fun for everyone. We've all got one. I still don't know that guy's telling the truth, though. I don't think they were calling flaming bin Laden's a day of. Your story has holes. But maybe. Because I don't remember. All I remember is talking to Channel 12, I think. And they called me at my mom's house. Because I was staying at my mom's. I had a house in California. I was staying at my mom's. And I had to get back to that house because where my dogs were. And Channel 12 called and said, you're the local connection to 9-11. I'm like, no, I'm not. There's no local connection. It's, it's hit everybody. We'd love to talk to you about what's going on. I'm like, what, what do you, what do you want to ask me? Well, I mean, how are you? Not good. How, who are you going to ask that to today? Yeah. Who are you going to ask that right now? And they're like, well, you seem very upset. I'm sorry that we're – I'm like, yeah. Have you found your loved one? Like, you guys are vultures. You're terrible human beings. You're sucking the bone marrow out of my sorrow and my uh, unknowing, and oh, we didn't mean to bother you, we're sorry, but we thought it would be interest uh, for the local community to have a story uh, about someone here who's going through this. And I'm like, we're all going through it, you idiot. And that's what, that was the day my hatred for local news began. I watch it still, but... It's it amazing truck. how many families talk the day Oh of, yeah, I mean, just... There was a news truck in front of my mom's house. Later that day. Your baby just drowned. Jesus. Right. Do you want to talk to us? Will you please? Just get a mic in that person's face. It's great TV. It's terrible. Turned them all down. It was nuts. Yeah, channel. I can't remember. I wish I could remember the Most name of the, time of the person who neighbor. called me. What? The neighbor next door. Like, they couldn't get a hold oh, of Oh, yeah. They'll never talk to the person yeah. who was tragic. But there are some that. What do you know about them? Well, I know they're sad. They're, they're going through it. Yeah, it was terrible. That was an awful thing. Just terrible. But what are you going to do? I just remember going back and forth that morning. Uh, you know, calling in between. You call, Constant. I, I called just to see if there's a response on either side. and Nothing. Yeah, it was weird. Definitely strange. But came out of it, you know, whatever. I never you – know, it didn't kick in for me as much like I thought. I, and it could have been denial, but I'm like, I know. I felt she's okay. She's okay. Right. Well, that's what you want to feel. I know. Everybody feels that. Because like, yeah, you're walking yourself through. You can't just dive into she's dead, she's dead. you got to right. keep some hope alive. Although, later, uh, I had a pat joke that said, Bin Laden, if he could have just gotten one more, would have saved me a hell of a lot of money in that divorce. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> it's all right. Enough time's passed. Enjoy your uh, barbecues for 9-11 weekend. Uh, well, there's my story. So uh, you guys can call us. Now, I don't want your 9-11 stories unless it's good. Uh, but uh, Fireside Chats, one round of whatever you guys want to talk about. Whatever you guys want to talk about. 585-9800, the Fireside Chats, where we give the airwaves to you. Because that's what we're supposed to do. This is your station. All we ask is you don't waste our time. 585-9800, the Fireside Chats, coming up next. Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what, what what's causing it. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.